Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez, and I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title now for better than three decades. And straight up today, we're talking UFC on Fox 14. Alexander Gustafson getting stuck at home by Anthony Rubble Johnson. Man, the blink of an eye, it's all over. The Swede, well, got knocked out. Fantastic night as far as Anthony Rumble Johnson is concerned. The guy that started off, he fought as low as 170. Now fighting at 205 pounds, he may be a threat to John Jones. In fact, he might be the next guy to fight John Jones. Speaking of John Jones, lots of questions regarding uh, his uh, testosterone levels and, and of course, his his uh, having cocaine in his system. And he talked about it in the interview this week, I think, with Fox Sports, where he said he did some cocaine in college. But, you know, college was a long time ago, man. And we're not talking about college. We're talking about now. And I don't even think we should be talking about cocaine, per se. I think we should be talking about the fact that his testosterone level was dramatically low. In fact, it was like, for an 85-year-old man, it was the average for an 85-year-old man, 0.25 or 0.29 to 1. Dave Meltzer, WrestlingObserver.com, will be here about 20 minutes after to talk about that and more. 1-800-878-7529 is 1-800-878-7529. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Satellite Radio, and of course, the American Forces. Hello, Mr. Green. Remember that electronic device you donated or traded in? The computer with all your bank statements and passwords you think you erased? The phone with all the lovely family photos you think you wiped? You didn't use Tech Erase, did you? Lucky for me. Had you used Tech Erase's secure digital shredding process, I wouldn't have been able to steal your identity. So say hello to the new Mr. Green, and thanks for all the gifts you're about to buy me. Don't let this happen to you. Visit TechErase.com now to protect your identity, family, and business. Enter code SPORTS for 25% off secure racing services for a limited time. YMT Vacations invites you to discover the tropical islands of Hawaii on a 13-day four-island tour. Specializing in Hawaii since 1967, YMT offers the most affordable, carefree vacation in paradise. Call 1-888-400-5770 and plan your getaway now. You'll tour Pearl Harbor and visit world-famous Waikiki Beach on Oahu. Take the Waialua Riverboat Cruise on Romantic Kauai. Visit the old whaling capital of Lahaina on Maui and on the Big Island of Hawaii. Tour an orchid nursery, Volcanoes National Park, and more. Included are beautiful hotels, baggage handling, escorted sightseeing, and flights between the islands. 
Call YMP Vacations at 1-888-457-70 for reservations and details on one of our weekly departure dates. Prices start at only $1,649 plus tax. And be sure to ask about low-cost airfare, too. If you've never been to Hawaii, this is the trip to take. 1-888-457-70. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Not all waters are created equal. Alchemy Water has been specially treated with a patented system to create a premium alkaline water that tastes great and offers more benefits than natural water. Alchemy is ionized and microclustered for antioxidant protection while neutralizing free radicals. Plus, it's fluoride-free and eco-friendly. All of these things add up to the ultimate health and wellness premium water. Available at select retailers and online through Amazon at alchemywater.com. That's A-L-K-A-M-E water.com. Make sure you tune in to the Sports Byline Combat Sports Recap with Pedro Fernandez. Saturday nights on Sports Byline USA Sports Overnight America Weekend Edition. Brought to you by Alchemy Water. Massive right hand there by Johnson. That Viking warrior instinct. Johnson is is pouring it on. Piling on the pressure here. The head mover from Gustafsson. He looks like he's struggling. Shots for Anthony Johnson. Oh, wow. Anthony Johnson. Alexander Gustafson getting knocked out in 30 seconds, skating on thin ice. Rick Stevens and Tower of Powerhead. Gustafson was skating on thin ice. And he fell through a big hole. And that hole was caused by the power of Anthony Johnson, Anthony Rumble Johnson, the guy that fought as light as 170 pounds, now making his mark at 205 pounds. People say that that's his right weight, but, you know, I don't know. 205 pounds, the man at 205 pounds, of course, is John Jones, the world light heavyweight champion coming off that shutout, or that near shutout went over Daniel Cormier a few weeks ago, of course, testing positive in a pre-fight drug test uh, taken a month before the card for for a metabolite that is found in cocaine. He admitted being on cocaine. He went to rehab, and he spent one day in rehab, and he beat Lindsay Lohan's record of staying in rehab uh, incredibly because Lindsay, Lindsay had broken a lot of records, but not in one day. So in one day, John Jones went from cocaine addict and junkie to cured. One day. A phenomenal, incredible. Fun. Talk about progress, folks. Whatever that place is, the Betty Ford Center, whatever it was, you got to give that place, those people accolades. They cured this man in one day. I'm talking about the world light heavyweight champion. And, folks, people there in Atlanta, GA, listening on 3WE, I'm sorry. I don't mean to dump on your guy, but, you know, it, it isn't to me. 
It isn't the fact that he had cocaine in his system, because I think recreational drugs, I think they should all be legal. And this is a former policeman saying that, okay? I think that what you do to yourself is your own business, okay? Uh, hookers and that kind of good stuff, uh, victimless crimes, they're victimless crimes. I mean, they shouldn't be uh, uh, garnered or, or ruled by morals and things like that. That's what this is all about, morals, you know? Can't smoke marijuana, oh, my God. Medical marijuana, you can go to jail for and things like that. Still in this country, still, still, a recognized medicine, you can go to jail for it in a good the majority of this country. That's just the way it is. People are coming along, coming along slow. But we're going back to the USC, of course, Gustafson and Johnson. Johnson, the real deal. But Jones, Jones has all these question marks. You know, I mean, like I said, the cocaine. But what's even more telling to me, what's even more of a, a compelling story, is the fact that his testosterone level came back at 0.29 to 1. Now, the average man at his age, 29 years old, has a 4 or 5 to 1 ratio as far as testosterone is concerned, but his was 0.29 to 1, which is the equivalent of an 85 to 90-year-old man. So unless this guy is 90 years old and he's lying to us, he's the best-looking 90-year-old guy I've ever seen in my life, or he's been taking anabolic steroids. He's been juicing, coming off a cycle. That's why your testosterone level will be so low. If it was high, they would have uh, suspended him. But it was low. See, that's what they were checking for. They were checking for high testosterone levels, okay? But he came back low testosterone levels. And I think the Nevada State Athletic Commission was sort of miffed. They didn't know what to do. We never had low numbers before. What do we do? How do we do? I, ah. So they didn't do anything, okay? They didn't do anything. And the cocaine, as I said, doesn't matter. He was in training. He wasn't in comp- competition. So there wasn't any illegal systems, any illegal substances in his system when he came Time to fight Daniel Cormier on January 3rd, so his system was clean. I'm all down with that. But that T-level, we'll talk with Dave Meltzer in about five to ten minutes, of course, at the WrestlingObserver.com and, of course, the uh, Wrestling Observer radio show, 3 to 5 p.m. Pacific time on Sundays, and then Saturdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time. They, of course, they come before me on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, but the, the most prolific writer in the history of MMA will be here in probably in about five to seven minutes right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. So that was the main event. In the semi-main event, yeah, things didn't go so good for Dan Henderson. That's good old Dan Henderson. Remember Dan? I think he was a strike force champion, 44 years old now. One of those guys that was able to um, get by by taking that testosterone replacement therapy. You know, In other words, he did steroids when he was young, so his body didn't produce the hormone enough when he got older. So they allowed him to cheat and take testosterone replacement therapy, which is like Free steroids, legal steroids. Anyway, he did that for a while. Then they outlawed that. Once they outlawed it, you knew he was going to start getting beat up. And he has been getting beat up. Straight up, he has. And, of course, Gagard Masawi just took him out last night. Gagard's the real deal. And Mas- I mean, Masasi. People look at him and they say, eh, you know, he isn't that great. Yeah, he is. I think he's the real deal. And I think he's going places as far as the uh, uh, the division is concerned. I mean, he's, he's 36-5 and five with a couple of draws. He's well-rounded. The guy comes out of Iran, okay, and, you know, you've got to fight your way out of Iran. It's not a place, that, sort of like baseball players in the Dominican Republic. You don't look at baseballs. You've got to swing your way off the islands, and they did swing their way off the islands. Now, this entire card, of course, UFC on Fox 14, uh, live from Stockholm, Sweden, didn't turn out the way the, the Swedes wanted. And that's, that's the way I think fights should be. When you come into a main event, whether the hometown guy is involved or not, you know, there should be a main event where, it's a 50-50 or a 60-40 type of fight. A lot of times you watch these fights and they're 70-30 fights and 80-20 fights and, God forbid, a 90-10 fight or a fight in which a guy has no chance at all, 100 to zip. Okay, that happens as well. Okay, but what I'm trying to tell you is this. Some of these fights have been good, close fights, and I want to commend 
Joe Silva and the entire team over there at the USC. I mean, they're putting together the greatest fights. And, you know, if they continue to put together great fights, Bellator is going to have a hard time competing with them. Of course, Bellator, the, the Viacom cable, of course, Spike TV, they're on Friday nights, and they're doing their thing with Scott Coker, the former Strike Force CEO, is now their boss. So he's trying to get this this mainstream. I'm talking about uh, Bellator. He's trying to get it to go mainstream. And, and he's doing it to an extent. Okay, but he's only been you know at the helm for a few months. You've got to give him about a year, a year or so to get things rolling in the right direction. So I think the time to come back and judge the uh, the existence or whether they will continue in 10 or 15 years from now. In other words, if there's a future for Bellator, we've got to find out uh, with Scott Coker. Probably, but you've got to give him a good year on that one. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of mixed martial arts. Dave Melter will be here in just a couple of minutes. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. That Gustafson-Johnson uh, card did well. Of course, anytime this guy fights in Sweden. In fact, he fought one time. He was supposed to be on a card in Sweden. And he didn't fight, and they still sold it out. I mean, he's the real deal as far as drawing cards over there. But <clears throat> getting knocked out like he did last night, I just don't know. Lights out. Lights out, baby, for the Swede downtown, of course, in Stockholm, Sweden. Ryan Bader was a winner. He beat up on Phil Davis. The unanimous not across the board, 29-28. So Bader continues to excel at one at 205 pounds. And he's always been the gatekeeper of sorts, so I wish him the very best of luck. Not a guy that could beat like the top guy. He's one of those guys could be like, you know, the number 10 guy, the number 9 guy, the number 8 guy. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of mixed martial arts. Open phone lines coast to coast, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Joining me in studio, you heard of Bobby the Brain Heenan? How about Ian the Brain? He's in the studio with me. Of course, his mother, Christine, my two good friends. Usually I don't have people in the studio. But I, there's an exception to the rule when uh, these two people are in town. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Attention, if you've had hip replacement surgery and suffered any complications, you need to listen to this important legal alert. Major manufacturers have made billions of dollars available to award legal claims for defective hip implants. Thousands of these defective hip implants have been recalled by various manufacturers. If you've had hip surgery and suffered complications, you may be entitled to receive significant compensation to help you deal with your complications. You may be eligible to receive money to help with medical expenses, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Protect yourself by hiring an experienced trial attorney. Our partner law firms are experts in hip replacement surgery lawsuits. Find out now if you're eligible to receive any of the $2.5 billion hip settlement fund. Call now for free information. 800-296-1360. 800-296-1360. That's 800-296-1360. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. 
For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229, Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Scott Cooker, in five years from now, where do you see Bellator MMA in yourself? Well, I think that uh, what you'll see is you'll see big fights in big arenas. You'll see, uh, uh, you know, fighters that are that are in the top ten of the world. Uh, and I think you'll see another thriving league um, along with the UFC. I think that there's room for two. And I think it always is a healthy industry when you have uh, – Two, two good, solid players in any business. What a fitting song for my next guest, because he is like the super fly of MMA when it comes to writers, folks, the most prolific face as far as writing concerned and reporting on the sport of mixed martial arts since this, uh, since the first UFC event back in 1993. God, it's been that long now, 21 years, 22 years almost. Uh, straight up, Dave Meltzer, the WrestlingObserver.com newsletter and all that kind of good stuff. Dave, how's life treating you, man? It's good, but it's busy, but it's good. I know, it's always busy. Straight up, Alexander Gustafson got smoked last night. Anthony Johnson, he's, is he the real deal or he just, was this a fluke? Uh, he looks like the real deal because three in a row doesn't make you a fluke. <laughs> I mean, he he destroyed Phil Davis, although he didn't knock him out, but he just gave him a beating, and then he beat uh, you know Antonio Rosario Noguera in less than a minute, and he beat uh, uh, Gustafson in just a couple of minutes. All, you know, so he's on a roll, and uh, it's 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 good because it's an intriguing fight. John Jones needed a new opponent, and I'm I'm glad whoever won won big because now people I think might might. You know, think that that uh, Jones has got has you know uh, um, Johnson's got a chance of beating Jones. Well, Jones has got an opponent in me, uh, uh, Dave, and I think most of the media may have dropped the ball on this, but maybe I'm wrong. But you like like the super five writer, so I'm going to put you on the spot. You ask me, you can tell me whether I'm wrong or not. 
His testosterone level came back at 0.29 to 1 a month before the Cormier fight. Now, that's the equivalent of having the T levels of an 85 to 90-year-old man, okay? And uh, forget the cocaine in the system, but I don't think anybody's picking up on, on this T level thing. Why, are, why is the media ignoring that? I, I've been writing it, and I've, I've written about it. It's not, it's, the thing is, it's a real complicated story, and it's not proof of anything. It's not anything they could suspend them on. It's absolutely something of, of note and perhaps something concerning. Um, he was consistently low in all of his tests, but they only, you know, get after you if you're high, not if you're low. So it wasn't, it's not a violation or anything, but, um, it, it's like, it's not, it's not necessarily something bad or indicative of prior use, but it could be indicative of prior use, if you know what I'm saying. Well, Dave, I mean, Dave, look at it this way. Either he's got the T levels of an 85-year-old man, or he had been cycling off. That's what a couple of the so-called steroid experts have been saying the past couple of weeks. Yep. I mean, is, isn't that the way it goes or what? There, One or the other? It's not necessarily that, but it could be that. And that's the problem. If it was necessarily that, then they could bust him, but they can't. You know, I mean, if, um, you know, the thing is, is his numbers stayed consistently low. If they were fluctuating up and down to a great, you know, great variation, that would be more, um, that would be more evidence. And that, that didn't happen. So it's um, it's one of those things where I think you know you could you could be right, but it's not 100 percent that you are, and that's kind of like where I am. It's like it, it could be true, but it's not proof enough to suspend the guy. It's proof enough to be suspicious. Is, is it enough to be suspicious? Absolutely. Okay, but but point two nine to one. Okay, well, when Cormier, the average Cormier wasn't that was wasn't that much higher either. Um, Cormier would you know um, right you know. Point two five, and he actually had two tests that fell below point two five to one. And point two five to one is a kind of a warning signal, if you know what I mean. Point two nine, point four, those kind of numbers, they're they're really not warning signals. But if you get below the point two five, which he did on two of his, I think five tests, yeah, that's uh, that's something. It, it, it's absolutely something. Yes. Okay. Now he goes to rehab and he breaks Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan's record by being cured in one day. That was something, wasn't it? I mean, you know, here's what's up, Dave. Look, I mean, you know, you know what the rehab was. The rehab was was a PR move, yeah. and and he probably didn't like it there. You know, he couldn't get to do what he wanted to do, so he went home. You, can you blame him though? I, I, you know, I mean, I'm with him as far as the cocaine's concerned. Uh, I don't have a problem with that at all. I mean, he's doing his own thing. It's a victimless crime. It's his own life. Um, his own body, all that kind of good stuff. So that's on him, okay? I, I got no problem with that. Performance-enhancing drugs, I have a problem with because, you know, he's out there trying to hurt people and things like that. So that's the problem I have. But as far as the recreational drugs are concerned, I could care less. It had nothing to do with the performance. But they sort of raked him over the coals over this little meta, meta, metabolite. And it was a very small particle of, of cocaine in the system, which probably was indicative of him doing blow in the prior five to seven days. But yeah, yeah so, I, think he said, I think he said it was the, the night before at a party, the, the night before they tested him. Because yeah, so, he said he knew that he was getting, he, he knew when they showed up that, that he was in trouble. But, but it's not, but I don't, I really don't think it's a big thing. I, I really don't because I think the guys should be able to do what they do. Plus, WADA, the World Anti-Doping Association, I mean, they don't, they don't go into your private life. Would you in your own private life? It's your own private life. It's not like you're. As long as it's not, as long as it's not the, the week of the show. Okay, that's true. Now, as far now, as. Now, no, no, the, the, there's a there's a health issue question though in the sense of, you know, if he's doing it if he's doing it on his own time it's one thing but if he's doing it during the height of his hardest training it could be injurious to his health 
And that's, that's maybe not, um, that's not a performance-enhancing situation. Maybe it is. I don't know. But, but the thing is, is that um, it is a con- it's definitely concerning, though. Well, you know, Nick Diaz, they, they took a fight away from Nick Diaz and said that marijuana was a performance-enhancing drug for him because he was able to, to, with, uh, to withstand a, a, a tremendous amount of pain, which I thought was ridiculous. But, you know, Nick Diaz is now going to go with Anderson Silva on, in UFC 183. That's January the 31st. You know, one of my guys, uh, Zach Attack Young, was talking about Nick having Asperger's syndrome or Asperger's disease, and, and that's that that antisocial disease where you have a problem showing up at events. That's why he's. That's why a lot of. That's why, is that an excuse for why he flakes so often? Perhaps, perhaps that's a reason. It's it's really hard to say with him. The funny thing about Nick is 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 um, I, I got to say this because it's, it was it was really weird. I, I saw Gilbert Melendez, who's who you know was on. Uh, Fox Sports 1, and they were just talking about Nick Diaz, and just casually, and you know, Gilbert Melendez knows Nick Diaz probably better than just about anyone. They've trained together since they were teenagers, and Gilbert goes, you know that Nick is a genius, and I'd never heard anyone say that, and Gilbert's not a guy who just makes things up and says things, you know, out of nowhere, and it's like, I've always wondered, is is Nick so much smarter than everyone, or is he just... You know, like uh, the character in um, God, I forget the movie Chauncey Gardner, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with that, uh, I, whatever. But um, you know, where it's like everyone, you know, it's like he's not smart at all, but somehow everything turns turns all okay. Because you know, I mean, Nick is this guy. Everyone in this business, you know, wants to know how to talk to to get people to buy pay per views, and they practice and practice and practice. And I just think Nick just shows up with no practice. <laughs> and just says things that make, you know, that just off the top of his head, and somehow he's a bigger, you know, he's one of the biggest draws there is. You talked about Gilbert Melendez, of course, El Nino out of the city by, city by the Bay, San Francisco, California, trains out there on uh, 3rd Street. Um, Anthony Pettis, like, had him for lunch, and it was supposed to be a competitive fight. He said he sort of felt felt in the fight that he was a little bit slower than Pettis and that maybe Father Time had taken over. You've talked to him since then. What did he say? I have not talked to him since no? then. And, um... I, Anthony Pettis was really good. I mean, it was look. I, I, I've watched Gilbert fight for over ten years, and he's never, you know, he's never been finished. The guy's, the guy's a, you know, the guy's tough. He's a machine. He gets out of every trouble, every bit of trouble. And and when I watched that fight, I, I, I you know, Gilbert losing by submission was was not in my, you know, like I, I didn't see that one happening. Knockout, yes, I thought that was a possibility. Decision, of course. But I didn't see him being submitted, and, and uh, Anthony Pettis is just, uh, you know, he submitted him. He submitted Benson Henderson, um, and who's another guy who, you know, again, never loses by submission. So Pettis is special. How special is he? I mean, we, you know, he, he was off a long time, but he looks like, he, he looks like God in, in, in the octagon. He's amazing. His quickness is amazing. The way he, you know, again, capitalized on submitting guys that, you know, it was split-second submissions. That was the thing that was so impressive about it, on guys that know what they're doing. It's like it's one thing to submit a guy when you're just better than him in the sense of you, you know, your, your jiu-jitsu is more advanced than theirs. His, his jiu-jitsu was not any more advanced than, than Henderson or, um, or Gilbert Melendez. What it was was he just he hurt them, and there was this split-second opening, and, and he pounced. So his... Um, his, uh, I guess, ability to recognize a, a hole or an opening is, is, is great, and his reflexes are tremendous. And, that's, and his kickboxing is really good, because that's what set up the kicks are really what set up both of those submissions. And he's got really good body kicks that, uh, you know, 
good strikers. I mean, he went, he went with Cerrone and finished Cerrone quickly as well. I mean, these are the top guys in the division, and he's, um, you know, he's, he's lighting them up standing up. Cerrone's on a bit of a roll, too. You guys fighting a couple times a month now. Dominic Cruz, what's happening with the X-Champ? Another torn ACL. Is like, he's got enough cadaver parts in him like, to build another man, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, you know, they're, they're hopeful of him, uh, you know, he, you know, he he he's not wanting to retire or anything like that. But uh, yeah, he's out. He was going to get a shot at uh, Dillashaw, and now uh, Henan Barrow's getting that shot. Now, Renan Barrow, of course, coming back 135 pounds after failing against TJ Dillashaw early last year, and then of course getting uh, uh, passing out before the fight and the weigh-in and it didn't take place, et cetera, et cetera. Now he's going to fight him at 135 again. Why aren't they making the big fight in Sacramento, Dillashaw and uh, Uriah Faber? That's the fight people want to see up there with sell out the Arco in a minute. Yeah, I think that the thing is, is that they, they um, there's two things. Number one, both of those guys don't want the fight. Um, so, really? so, so that makes it hard to make it. But the other one also is, is I think that they don't want to feel like they're gifting Faber the fight because Faber's had so many championship fights that he's lost. And I think that, that you know, they're putting him at Faber against um, uh Asunsao, Rafael Asunsao, and I think that, and that's a top contender. So I think that maybe they'll go with the idea that if Faber beats Asunsao, that he's beaten a real top guy, you know, a guy who was, is in line for a title shot. So if he can win that fight, if, if Faber loses, then Asunsao is is you know will fight Dillashaw or um, Barrow. And if uh, um, Asunsao, you know, if, if Faber wins, then they'll go in there and go, well, look, he just beat the top contender. You know, it's a logical fight, and then try to pressure the two guys. Uh, to do the fight because yeah, it's the biggest fight possible in the division. Other than other than, I think that, that Dillashaw Cruz is a big fight though. Um, Faber Faber and Dillashaw would be a bigger fight because it's it's that weird thing of best friends fighting and the whole backstory. But um, Dillashaw Cruz or Faber Cruz are, are also big fights in that division. The creator of the Wrestling Observer Radio Show, of course, airs at 10 a.m. on Saturdays for an hour, and then of course comes back on Sundays from 3 to 5 p.m. Pacific time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Dave Meltzer is our guest for us. Wrestling Observer Newsletter, 30 to 40,000 words, sometimes 50,000 words a week. It's amazing he gets all this stuff in there. Dave, you got enough time to stay another 10, 15 with us? Yep, yep, yep. Good enough, man. we got the genius in the house. we got the brain in the house. we got it going on. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878-7529. And, of course, Christine and Scott Cuddy. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Sonoma Bed Breakfast in WineCountry.com. Really, Roxanne, that's the address you want all of our listeners to remember? Well, you could just Google Auberge on the Vineyard. Auberge? How do you spell that? A-U-B-E-R-G-E. Just visit our official website and look for the Edward Brown 30% discount on our specials page. Auberge on the Vineyard voted one of the top 10 vineyard bed and breakfast on the globe.
Olive is a yellow lab, six years old, full of energy. But, oh, man, Olive was suffering, to use a word, like a dog. She was itching, she was scratching, she was licking. 24 hours a day, she was shedding all the time. And it drove my wife crazy because she had a vacuum in the house a couple times a day. So I'm going up the expressway, and the radio commercial comes on. Petey stopped eating. All his hair fell out. Mounds and mounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. And I almost drove off the road because I thought this person on the radio commercial was living with my dog, Olive. And I called my wife. I said, dear, you got to check out this product called Dynavite. Go to D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. So we started Olive on the Dynavite. In about six weeks, she almost has entirely stopped itching, scratching, stopped licking herself. Most of the hair has grown back under her belly. Unexpectedly, her coat has become smooth and shiny, almost like it was when she was a newborn pup. Olive is happy, and my wife is probably the happiest person because the house is cleaner. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Hey, this is Steve Paskey, owner of Deep Reflections Auto Detailers. We are an award-winning detailer that has brought technology to the forefront of maximizing the beauty of your vehicle, whether it is a daily driver, collector classic, or an entire collection. You can reach us at 408-402-5453 or deepreflectionsdetailers.com. Again, 408-402-5453. The Sports Byline collection of original full-length interviews of today's stars and past sports legends is now available in the Sports Byline Audio Vault at sportsbyline.com. Players, managers, coaches, broadcasters, commissioners, and owners talk about their teams, games, careers, unforgettable moments, and disappointments in this unique collection of original full-length interviews. It works on iPhones, iPads, and Android devices. Go to sportsbyline.com and click on the vault. Ray Lucas joins us on Sports Byline. Ray, let's go back and talk a little bit about your career. Quarterback in the NFL, sustained some, you know, some serious injuries. Um, you know, I was taking the pain pills. I was feeling pretty good. I stopped taking them, and I found myself on the floor, shaking, stomach aches, flu-like symptoms. Um, that was my first case of withdrawal. It works on iPhones, iPads, and Android devices. Go to sportsbyline.com and click on the vault. Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Make a million, lose a million. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Former Tower of Power lead, Tom Bowes, doing his thing there with East Bay Soul. Of course, that's a band started by Greg Adams, a Tower of Power original member. Check them out, eastbaysoul.com. Of course, Pedro does some writing for Tower of Power. You can check out my work at the Tower of Power message board, Pedro's song of the month, etc. at towerofpower.com. The man on the line is the Tower of Power when it comes to the world of mixed martial arts as far as writing and breaking scoops and that kind of good stuff. Nobody's 
better than the great Dave Meltzer, and I thank him so much for his time each and every time he can spend some time with us. Now, the Royal Rumble is happening, and i got to mention this. Wasn't the Royal Rumble originally what Roy Shire started? You can you can trace it. I mean, it, it's it's a version of the Battle Royal that Roy Shires, uh, I, I wouldn't say Roy Shire invented the Battle Royal, but he invented the prom, the promotion of the Battle Royal. Nobody did it better than Roy Shire, who did it from 67 to 81, and Pat Patterson was in the first one, and, and most of them, the, the, of those Battle Royals, and Pat Patterson took that Battle Royal concept and then tweaked it a little bit, and it turned into the Royal Rumble, and it used to be the Saturday night of, uh, you know, last Saturday night of the month of January, just like the Royal Rumble, which took the Royal Rumbles on a Sunday. They always used to get Andre the Giant out. He won, didn't he win one of them? He won, I think, 75-76. He won one, but usually, yeah, it would be like a whole gang, you know, getting him over the top rope, yeah. You, you know, Andre the Giant, may he rest in peace, uh, Gene Ferre, I think was his re- a, re- a real name. name. Andre Rusmop, but Gene Ferre was his, uh, Jean Ferre was his original pro wrestling name. Okay. You know, I make sure when I have a chance to see a celebrity, all throughout my life, the only guy I've ever snoozed on was Joe DiMaggio. I had Joe DiMaggio in private one-on-one at the Bay Meadows racetrack one day, and I didn't confront him, okay? But I can, I, I mean, yeah, when you see these people, you've got to take advantage. You've got to take advantage of that, and there's no doubt about it, but... Some guys just they missed the boat on that, Dave. I mean, you're a guy that confronts people. And tell me this: when you first broke into this business, did you think that you'd be the man? Twenty five, thirty years later, you'd be the guy. No, <laughs> no, not at all. So it's a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit of a stunner, or what? Yeah, and just never prepared uh, anything. It just sort of things just happened the way they happened. I, I, I thought I was going to be a sports writer, and I would just kind of be a wrestling fan on the side. And it turned out to be a you know a wrestling reporter, so it was kind of close. But you know, I got an MMA, so I am a sports writer. You know, if, if you don't consider pro wrestling a sport, I'm I am a legitimate sports writer too. So I'm kind of kind of where I expected to be. All right, back to the, my lost train of thought. There, Andre the Giant was in the battle royal. I can't figure. I think it was like seventy four, seventy three, one of those. Anyway, so he's at the Cow Palace, and right next to the Cow Palace, I think there's a barbecue place now there. But it was a bar. It was a bar for a long, long time. And we were going down to take the Greyhound bus back to South San Francisco down on Bayshore Boulevard. So we're walking down Geneva, and there's a big crowd in front of this re- this bar. And Andre the Giant was in there, and we got to watch him drink pitchers of beer. That was I was I was I was I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. He was a famous drinker, that's for sure. Now, how many beers did him and Chris Taylor drink back and forth? Like 125? Uh, that's what they say. I don't know how much. You know, there's so many Andre drinking stories. So who knows? Who knows? I remember seeing. Um, I don't know if it was in Sacramento or, or the Cow Palace, but I do remember seeing Andre the Giant and Chris Taylor go at it in, in, in a Roy Shire Battle Royal. Hmm. Okay. Big time wrestling over in Newark, California, the independent uh, wrestling promotion over there. They've been around a long time, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been going to those shows for, it feels like, 10 years plus. Okay. Maybe longer. Maybe longer. How did that was that battle royal they had a couple of weeks ago entertaining? Or? I didn't go to that one, so I couldn't really tell you. But it was yeah, they, you know that that the, the the guy who owns it, Kirk White, bought the uh, original battle royal trophy from Roy Shire's wife. Where is that title belt at? Do you know where that United States title belt that is? That I don't know. I wa- I wonder where that thing would be. That's a real interesting question. Because you know, some, maybe some collector would have it. I would think, but but I but I've never heard. You know, I, I, Roy Shire, people, I think people overlook the genius that was Roy Shire. Roy, Roy, Shire, Roy was, Shire was a booking genius. He absolutely was, yes. And, and, and a lot of the concepts he came up with, he, he knew how to build guys, and 
And, and some of the best guys in wrestling would come through this territory, and they loved to come out here because they spent like a month in, in San Francisco, a month and a half in the city by the bay, and then they went back and they went to Amarillo, wherever they were going, maybe Fritz von Erich's uh, uh, territory. But back when wrestling was a territorial type of sport, a territorial type of business, it just seemed to be it seemed to be more acceptable. I, I just don't I don't get off on wrestling like I do now. Like a is is it because I've gotten old or what? What do you think? It's a combination of things. I got to say this right now. If you watch the right wrestling, if you watch Lucha Underground on Wednesdays, or you watch Ring of Honor, which we don't get in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. which is which is which is good stuff, except the production values aren't that good. Or you watch New Japan on Friday nights on a, on Access, you really get some great wrestling. And WWE has has for what it is, WWE hit and miss. I mean, I'll admit, you know, in, in the sense of. Sometimes they have some really good matches. They've got some really hard-working guys. The house shows I go to are usually pretty entertaining, but I think that they just produce so much television, and I think that that works against them. But they're making money from television, so I, I, I know why they do it. It's just, but I do think that it, I think it hurts. I, you know, them and UFC both. UFC produces so much television. I think it hurts them as well, but the name of the game is television rights fees, so that's, that's how it goes. Okay, so TNA and Destination America, you didn't mention TNA. Is TNA, are they becoming a smaller entity in the world of professional wrestling? Or what? Yeah, yeah, I think the interest in them. I mean, they lost, um, you know, they were, they're, they're at around 350,000 viewers a week. They were, um, you know, when they peaked, they were a million eight, you know, in uh, a million eight, a million nine. But, but very solid for, you know, you know there, were, there were years where they averaged 1.6 million viewers a week, and now they're at, you know, three, 350. So it's been a... The, the move to Destination America. Fewer people have the station. It's a weaker station. It was going to kill them. And, uh, you know, it did. They're just uh, at a lot lower level. And um, I don't know how they're going to grow with, on that small venue. I did enjoy their first two productions, though. I think they cut them in New York City. They taped them in New York City. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the first two presentations. I, I thought they were pretty good. I thought that, that maybe the storylines are going to get a little bit better because Dave, what people don't realize listening around the world is that wrestling's all about the storylines, building up to the match. Yeah, but see, that's that's where Lucha Underground is hurt because I, I don't feel the build to the feuds very well. The action is unbelievable, but the build to the feuds isn't that good. WWE's build to the feuds don't, you know, often isn't that good either. That's the one thing where where a lot of the older promoters, because that's how they made their living, was building feuds. You know, like a Roy Shire, Vince, Vince McMahon's father, or even Vince McMahon. You know, Vince McMahon. You know, twenty years ago, they really were better at focusing on building larger than life feuds as opposed to just now. Unfortunately, because of the the with television, it's like you're 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 just kind of filling TV time. Is Destination America giving uh, TNA any money? Yeah, yeah, they're they're paying them money, but it's a lot less than Spike was paying them, so they're a lot worse off. Okay. Speaking of TNA, Dixie Carter was in the uh, trending this week on Yahoo, and I was blown away by that. And she's mentioning the fact that she's in negotiations with The Rock. Is she full of spit here or what? The Rock? Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> Rock, Rock, Rock might be on the Royal Rumble tonight. Rock's in Philly right now. So in the Royal Rumble's in Philly, and I'm pretty sure that that's a, there's a connection there. I don't think he's there for uh, cheesesteaks. You know, Ray, uh, uh, Pat Patterson came out this recently and said that he was in a tearful thing. I saw it on YouTube where he said he had to – he had to be in the closet about being gay all those years. He wasn't in the closet. Who the hell was he trying? What was that? Some type of of, of act, acting job he yeah, did? Yeah, that there was uh, that was that, that was like uh, WWE did uh, their their Legends House, and the big climactic moment was supposed to be Patterson coming out. But like you know, yeah, anyone who followed wrestling knew that you know 
that's that's hardly a secret, and he hardly kept it a secret. I mean, people knew that in the sixties. Nineteen seventy-one or seventy-two, secretary was racing. That's what I remember. And I'm working at the Barber College on Sixth Street in San Francisco. My uncle Palamento owned. And Pat Patterson came in. He was going out with some barber at the time, some hairdresser, some barber here in the city. And he came in. He sat down and he started to ask me about my sex life. And I was like twelve years old. And I'm I'm, I'm the guy. You know, I'm asking him, "Hey, sign this autograph." And he goes, "He says something." He goes, "Yeah, do you play around with your girlfriends and things like that?" And that's really all I remember about my my conversations with Pat Patterson, except for the fact that the right side of his forehead had a lot of scar tissue. That's where he used to blade himself. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh... Quite interesting. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you know, that, that's a, you know, the wrestlers in that era were, were real characters, though. I mean, they were, um, you know, they weren't they weren't as careful. I don't, I don't think that you would. I don't think you'll have guys doing that today. Okay, speaking of guys doing what they did in the past, Haystack Calhoun was six hundred pounds, legitimately, wasn't he? Um, I don't know that he was ever really, but he was he was probably north of five. I mean, okay. he was awfully heavy, but I mean, I remember watching like Chris Taylor. Who was close to five, and I thought Chris Taylor looked as big as Haystacks, um, you know. But but uh, he, Haystacks was real, real heavy for sure. How did they get Haystacks on an airplane? Yeah, it'd have two seats, and there were some terrible uh, airplane stories about Haystacks, especially when he would get sick, you know, on the plane because he couldn't fit in the bathroom. And you know, that was one of the things somebody told me about Kali is that he couldn't fit in in an airplane bathroom, which made traveling. You know, on the plane, very difficult. You know, he has to relieve himself before he goes on the flight and then, you know, hope, you know, again, if it's a short flight, it's not a big deal. But, uh, you know, on a long flight, it can be very tough for him. Now, on the way to Japan, somebody snuck some X-Lax into Haystack Calhoun's, they told him it was chocolate, right? Yeah, yeah. In the, in the early 60s, that's a very famous story on the flight to Japan, yes. Uh, so that must have been nasty. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? No, I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. I heard it was just horrible yeah <laughs> we're telling good old wrestling stories folks of course dave Meltzer's on the line nobody knows the the world of wrestling better than dave Meltzer. um tna is a non-entity ring of honor i enjoy the ring of honor broadcast i watch them here and there and i catch them on the internet you know i i just i have to mention this though tna that was really a missed opportunity there i think where they blew it was they brought in hulk hogan and Eric Bischoff, and I think from that point forward, it was all downhill. Am I right? Um, yeah, yeah. It was the, that was like their big move, and it didn't really work. And um, they tried to change things. It was really tough. I, you know what? I think that the audience is very different now than it was before. And I think that that they were on a that, that perhaps when they first got on TV in two thousand five, if they had kind of made a name for being a really hot wrestling product. They could have been like a cool alternative like ECW was. Even then, they wouldn't be WWE, but they would at least have something that they could hang their hat on. And they really didn't. And then it became one of those things where they kept bringing in guys from WWE, and then the guys from WWE, they would push as the big stars. So it made their own wrestlers look secondary, and then their own wrestlers never got over as big stars. And it just was like a 12-year thing that they're still doing, but they're, you know, they ended up kind of running in place for a while but they were they were turning a profit before hogan came and then when hogan came because hogan was so expensive then they weren't turning a profit anymore del rio the former wwe guy did he leave because of some racism what's his real name um alberto uh, rodriguez and he left because um somebody made a, a, a remark that he thought was racial and he slapped the guy and he got fired because he it was a it was a backstage worker at wwe wwe fired him so he actually became kind of a cult hero 
to a lot of Hispanics for kind of standing up and then losing his job over it, but he's doing real well. There's a lot of demand for his services right now, um, both in Mexico and the United States. Pound for pound, as far as the tracks are concerned, who's the hottest wrestler in professional wrestling? In what sense do you mean by that? Period. Who, who's, got, who's got the best game right now? The best wrestler in, in professional wrestling yeah. right now? Mm-hmm. Shinsuke Nakamura from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. Who's the best heel? Uh, the best heel. That's a tough one. Probably probably Seth Rollins. Okay. And the best baby? Or, or, or Paul Heyman, actually. Paul Heyman would be the best heel. Paul Heyman is still around. Wow. And baby face? Uh, pure baby face. Um, I would say Nakamura, Daniel Bryan. Probably the best. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the brain, the genius behind the Wrestling Observer newsletter, WrestlingObserver.com, Wrestling Observer radio show. Dave Meltzer, I can't get enough time with you, man. Say hello to your wife. I love you. Thanks for the time. Okay, thanks, Pedro. I'll talk to you soon. Straight up. It's a little uncomfortable when I tell him I love him. <laughs> you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Somebody said, you get me sick with that last segment, well, yeah? A 600-pound guy stuck on an airplane, <laughs> constipated, and diarrhea, all that kind of good stuff put together. Yeah, that might have been ugly. You're tuned to the Sports Byline uh, Broadcast Network. If we keep on like we're doing, think for sure we'll not be cool. It's the fact that just ain't got sufficient Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Who did you let down today? Your wife? Your kids? Well, how about yourself? Take a look in the mirror. If you're tired of your drug and alcohol problem, you need to fix the problem and right now before you hurt or kill yourself or worse yet, somebody else. Call the addiction specialist now at the Detox and Treatment Helpline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have private insurance, we specialize in finding you the right treatment. When you call right now, you'll speak to a recovering addict who understands what you're going through right now. 
Let us help you break your addiction to drug and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential and free. So if you have private insurance, take five minutes of your time. Call right now. I promise it'll change your life. 866-490-3992-866-490-3992-866-490-3992. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You don't have to say anything and you don't have to do anything. Oh, maybe just whistle. You know how to whistle, don't you, Steve? You just put your lips together and blow. Put your lips together and blow. Yeah. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, February, February the 14th. I'll be the MC for a Sapo concert here in the City by the Bay, San Francisco. Former members of Santana will be in that. Uh, the Mission Vario Project, and they'll be involved. So I'm looking forward to that. That's Halloween. Take that back. That's Halloween. Valentine's Day, February the 14th. You are tuned to the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget. You can always catch us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio.com, download the free app, and you can take Ring Talk Live Worldwide anywhere you go on your smartphone or your tablet. And guess what? You can listen to Ring Talk Live at iHeartRadio, and you can listen to it delayed. You can listen to last week's show, yesterday's show. Of course, we come to you twice a week, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Saturday for an hour, we talk both boxing and mixed martial arts. Then on Sunday, we go with two hours, an hour of boxing and an hour of mixed martial arts. The complete package becomes the combat sports right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Don't forget, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. And my Saturday night show, Johnny Taco in the house, folks. The Taco Man and his all-stars, Dominic Jimenez, Big D, and Zach Attack Young, 10 p.m. Pacific time, Saturday nights, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Don't forget, this is iHeartRadio, Sports Byline, Sirius XM Satellite, the American Forces Network, and, of course, this is live worldwide on SportsByline.com. Straight up, I want to thank my producer, Scott Cuddy, Christine, and, of course, the fantastic Ian. 